Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 175, E85 and E15, Confusion. Uh, he's going to be talking about, or I'm going to be talking about uh, gasoline, basically, what's called E85 or flex fuel gasoline, and also what's called E15. And what they're talking about is the percentages of, of typically ethanol in the fuel, or, or what's called uh, grain alcohol. Okay, um, I actually learned some things from this, this particular uh, article. Uh, it is from a trade magazine. It's from Underhood Service, and the article is written by Brian Sexton. Um, this is something, I live in Southern California, so we, yes, we have flex fuel here, um, and it has to be clearly marked. You do not, definitely do not want to put a flex fuel gasoline into a car that's not designed for it, because it will cause problems, okay? And that's something this article talks about, so. Um, so, let's get started. E85 and E15 confusion. This summer, in an effort to reduce prices at the pump, President Biden announced that the federal rule which bans the sale of E15 fuel during the summer months would be lifted. It's no secret that prices of the gas pumps have been rising sharply this year. There are many contributing factors to this, including market instability caused by the war in Ukraine, as well as significantly higher customer demand compared to 2020 when lockdowns were in place. Here's what you need to know about ethanol and E15 fuels and what types of questions you may hear from your customers. Yeah, I, I could get political on this about fuel prices, but I won't. Anyway, anyway, so we'll just continue on. What is ethanol? Ethanol is a type of alcohol that is derived from crops like corn or sugarcane. Ethanol fuels were first developed in response to oil shortages in the 1970s, but they became more mainstream in the 1990s when automakers began introducing flex-fuel vehicles. FFVs are designed to run on a blend of gasoline and ethanol. Flex fuels have their own pros and cons, but we'll come back to that a little bit later. What is the difference between E15 and other ethanol fuels? E85 is commonly known as flex-fuel. This fuel is a mixture of 51 to 83% ethanol, but the ratio can the ratio can vary based on the season and geography. For example, filling stations in Iowa are likely to have more E85 pumps and a higher percentage of ethanol since corn is a ma- major industry in the state. If the vehicle wasn't built as an FFV, do not fill it with E85 fuel. E10 is by far the most common fuel available today. With very few exceptions, all unleaded fuel that is sold in the U.S. is E10. It's a mixture of 90% gasoline and 10% ethanol. Federal regulations allow all existing gasoline-powered vehicles to use E10 fuels, and there there is little to no risk when using this type of fuel. Chances are good that you and your customers are familiar with E10 and E5, but E15 is much less common and may cause some confusion. E15 is also a mixture of gasoline and ethanol, but at a ratio of 85% gasoline to 15% ethanol. Since E15 requires slightly less crude oil to make, that makes it slightly cheaper at the pump. However, this type of fuel should only be used in vehicles which were built as FFVs. E85 and E15 each have their own pros and cons, but we'll come back to that a little bit later. 
how do I know if my vehicle is an FFV? FFVs can be identified in a few ways. Most FFVs will have some form of badging on the body, likely on the rear of the vehicle, which indicates that it was designed to run on flexed fuel. You may also find a yellow fuel cap behind the fuel door. However, if the vehicle is older, it may have been replaced with a standard black cap, so this may not be the most reliable method for identifying an FFV. It's also a good idea to check the owner's manual or the OEM service information. What are the pros and cons of E10, E15, and E85? Let's start with the pros of adding ethanol to fuels. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, producing ethanol from corn does not require more energy than the amount of energy contained in the fuel itself, so it has a positive energy balance. NPR reported that a 2018 report by the Government Accountability Office said ethanol has a limited effect, if any, on greenhouse gas emissions. Ethanol fuels are less energy-rich than regular gasoline, meaning that a gallon of gasoline, E10, will produce more power than a gallon of E85. This has an effect on fuel economy, and it's worth noting that filling up the tank with the E85 may result in a 25 to 30 percent reduction in fuel economy or miles per gallon. However, since E15 contains only 5% more ethanol than regular gasoline, there should be almost zero discernible reduction in power or fuel economy. That little paragraph right there, folks, is not very well known out there. Okay, Basically, alcohol, when it's burned, produces less heat or less BTUs than what gasoline does. Okay, So when you're using an E85 gasoline, even though it's less expensive because it requires less oil to make it okay the problem is is that your miles per gallon goes down so you have to buy more of it to compensate okay uh, you fill your tank and you don't get as many miles out of an e85 fill up as you would an e10 or an e15 fill up now whether or not the dollars and cents work out to be you know equal a, tra a trade-off or one's worse than the other obviously it depends on the current rate of you know of price of gasoline but again that's just something that not very well known out there necessarily so um, like I say that paragraph is kind of important um, the alcohol and ethanol can produce more ground level air pollution also known as smog this is because the alcohol evaporates more quickly than regular gasoline and those evaporated particles react with sunlight and create smog this is the reason why the EPA banned the sale of E15 during summer months the thinking was that more heat and sunlight would produce more fuel evaporation and more smog. Ethanol is corrosive, and it can eat away at fuel system components from the inside if they are not designed to carry this type of fuel. Fuel tanks, pumps, gaskets and seals, and other rubber or plastic components could all be damaged over time. We say could because there is no real guarantee that this type of damage will occur, only an increased likelihood of it happening. I can tell you specifically, BMW, they do not allow anything above uh, E15, and they don't even recommend that. You go above that, okay, you are going to cause damage to internal parts of the fuel system, like what he just talked about, seals and gaskets and things like that. They will not take that very well as far as anything more, more of an E15, and preferably not even that, okay? You'd be better off staying with an E10, okay? Um... As we said earlier, federal regulations currently allow all existing gasoline-powered vehicles to use E10 fuels 
and there is little to no risk when using this type of fuel. However, some classic owners may wish to avoid using E10 fuels and instead, instead choose to find one of the few fuel stations near them that, other, that offer ethanol-free fuel. There are other solutions for these customers, including fuel conditioners or stabilizers, which can be poured into the filling neck when at the pump. Ethanol fuel conditioners contain additives that help to prevent corrosion or rust, which can be associated with the use of ethanol fuels. This may be especially important to classic car owners. Okay. And finally, can I use E15 in my vehicle? The EPA has deemed E15 safe to use in model year 2001 and newer vehicles, but we would suggest using your best judgment to answer this question. There have been conflicting reports on whether or not E15 could damage fuel system components. If the vehicle was built to handle flux fuels, but you have doubts as to the condition of the fuel system, we would not suggest filling it up with E15. However, it's worth noting that the aftermarket is aware of the possible corrosion issues which can be seen when using ethanol in fuels, and they're reacting accordingly. Companies such as Carter have implemented material and design changes into its fuel pumps to reduce or eliminate the risk of corrosion. This includes the armature, commutator, float arm, fuel level, sender, and motor, and more. Excuse me. This makes it that much more important to select premium quality replacement fuel system components whenever you're servicing a late model vehicle, especially one which is designed to handle flux fuels. Okay. So again, this article was written for professional repair technicians and shop owners, but obviously, uh, you know, it, it can be certainly good information to have. I, I think it's kind of interesting that the uh, EPA, again, not to get political, but since gasoline has gotten so high priced, all of a sudden it's been, it's, you know, the EPA has said, well, it's okay to now use E15 in your car because it's less expensive. But yet the same EPA that said, no, you can't do that because it, it causes problems during summertime. Interesting. So one could question, you know, is are we following science or are we following politics? Anyway, so that's the end of that one. Uh, hopefully you got something out of it. Again, if you want to get a hold of me via uh, email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And again, I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad's Motor Works. So uh, hopefully you got something out of that. And, uh, you know, I, as much as I could talk politics, I'm not going to. I leave that up to uh, the individual. So uh, unless you ever want to, <laughs> you could certainly contact me. And, uh, you know, we could go down that road. So anyway. I hope you got something out of it. I appreciate you listening. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.